Today's episode is brought to you by our new bonus episode. Maddox has a long and storied history on the internet. He's what they call an old man. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a long history. It's like... Who was behind 9-11. Not a lot of Armenians in that building that day. Why no. is that? I find it very interesting that Mercedes moved their offices out of the building the day yeah. before. Suddenly a system of a down is the biggest band in America. <laughs> You're a giant pussy, Slayer. See, <laughs> punctuation matters, not math. I burn calories by slaying pussy. That's all I do. That is what and my job ca- is. He's counting calories while fucking. Yeah. That's how much math is important to him. Yeah. Uh, how many calories is this going to burn? It's about 144 when you, uh, when you masturbate. Your oh. favorite part of Sonic is the high score because it's numbers. <laughs> How many combos can I string together and get more numbers at the top of the screen? The I need to play every video game to 100% completion. Yeah. Oh. That's actually how you're going to paralyze yourself when you fall off that fucking high horse of yours. <laughs> Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe Every debate in the universe From being on a bender to confusing genders With over 2 million downloads I'm your host Maddox With me is Mikey Boltz The audio engineer Hey, hey. And as always my first hand on staff moderator Rucka Rucka Ali I don't know why Welcome back Yeah. Welcome back to the show Guys, coming up today, we're doing something special, something we haven't done before. We're trying to find out who the biggest douchebag in the universe is. It's a question that's on many people's minds, I think, and we're going to do it in a bracket, like March Madness style. So we're going to have four episodes where we have four different douchebags. You guys vote on them on the website. The winner moves on and comes back to battle in, in, in a douchebag battle royale. But joining us this week, all the way from New York, is Jesse P.S. from Pot Awful, Jesse Welcome to the show. Speaking of douchebags, hello. (laughs) Jesse, always good to have you back. And I should also mention that Jesse was on the most recent bonus episode, which is now available on our website, madcastmedia.com. Also, maybe by the time you're listening to this on iTunes, iTunes, is it's almost like, um, it's not an exact science when the episodes go live on iTunes. It takes anywhere from one to two weeks. Is that right, Rucka? Rucka's a pro at it. Yeah, and I'll I'll be the first to tell you, you don't really know when it's going to show up. First thing you got to do is send it to them. You have to first submit it to yeah, iTunes. Yeah, that's probably the first step. The first, yeah. It requires actually submission for you to get it onto iTunes. Yes, yeah, I would say that's a good place to start. What a pain in the ass. No thanks. No thanks. Just figure it out, Apple. That's what I say. Uh, and speaking of, Jesse, we got to talk for a second, all right? Because I know you had this ordeal where you bought an Android phone, you joined the Android army ever so briefly. <laughs> I wouldn't call it an army. Oh, it's an army, my friend. It's the Android army, and you joined it. You joined the the esteemed ranks for a hot minute, and then what happened? Turns out Android's for nerds and losers. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I, had to, I had to go back to the beautiful iPhone 7. Look at this thing. I mean, what a gorgeous phone. Garbage. You had an iPhone before you, so you went to the Android Pixel, right? Well, here's the, here's, So I got a lot of crap for this. I got a Google Pixel. And I have yeah. to tell anybody listening to this, it, uh, look, if you already own the Google Pixel and you're loving it, fine, cool. But if you don't have it yet and you've been thinking about switching over to it, don't do it. It's the worst phone I've ever used. And I got a lot of crap 
for saying that from the Android people. And I realized today, I, actually, there, there was a thing on the front page of Reddit where it was upvoted because, of course, it was upvoted. Reddit's full of nerds, and so nerds use Android. Sorry, nerds. <laughs> but uh, it was upvoted to the front page, and, and somebody in the comments section said, this is all about iPhone versus Android. Someone in the comments section put it succinctly for me. They said that Android users, they're always the first to tell you why your phone sucks and their phone is better. They're the vegans of smartphones. And I have to agree with that. Uh, Android users, the first thing they want to do is tell you why your iPhone sucks and why why their veganism of Android phones <laughs> is better. I hate it. It's the worst. The reason I stopped using the Google Pixel more than anything, and I do think it's a terrible phone, but the number one reason I stopped using it is I did not want to be associated with the people who like Android phones. They're awful. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Real, real eloquent uh, uh, explanation for why you switch from Android, except it's it's complete horseshit. Because here's the thing. It's the Apple people. Anytime anyone with a PC problem or an Android you could post something on Facebook and say, hey, guys, I think my video card's acting up. How do I know if it's the RAM or if it's the GPU? Inevitably, someone will say, oh, you got to buy a Mac. Uh. It, it's always the Mac people. What, Rucka? You know what? You're living in the past. Yeah, there was a time when, <laughs> you know, the Apple people, you know, when Apples became like you could actually have a Mac and like function as a member of society. Like before that, like nobody had a Mac, you know, back in the day. Or, like, only super, super particular fucking nerds had them. But then when, like, Macs became more accessible to the average person, Mac people wouldn't shut the fuck up. And it was always like, oh, PC? Oh, yeah, if I wanted a fucking, if I wanted to die young of AIDS, I would have a PC, too. And every time someone had a problem, that's what they would hear. But for at least five years, probably closer to ten years at this point, you got nothing but... Fucking Android and PC people fucking shitting, announcing to the world, oh, here's what I, I, oh, fucking Apple is stupid. You're, 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 you're holding on to this stereotype from the past. At this point, Apple people, like, we know that our shit, the battery is dying. We know yeah. that the fucking, that the Android does all types of fancy shit. We don't want to fight about it. We just want to, uh, we, we want cool shit. Hang on, let me, let me butt in for a second. You said that the Android does all types of fancy shit. This is the one thing that I ha like, that kills me every time the Android people told me about it is the one thing I always hear about Android is how it's customizable. You don't do anything. Whatever you're doing isn't important enough that you need a customized phone. Get stuff done. You know what an iPhone's for? It's for getting things done. Yep. The rest yep. of you can sit there and tinker to your heart's desire. And cool, I guess your apps are now more tightly packed or spaced or whatever you're doing. But what are you really doing with that phone other than looking up hentai? <laughs> We're looking at you, Maddox. Yeah, I'm not looking up hentai on my phone, Jesse. Here's what you can do on a fucking Android phone that you can't do on iPhone. And look, I know I've talked about this at length in the past, and I've ranted about this, but you guys just don't understand the efficiency that comes with the Android platform. Yeah. You can do split screen, Jesse. Have you, okay, here's something that, that you guys are going to start getting in like two, three years from now with the iPhone, because I know it's coming, and it's one of those features where you point it out to an Apple user today, and they're like, uh, I wouldn't use that anyway. Uh. And then they get it, and they're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing. And then they go bra on their bragging campaign for a year, Nobody bragging about brags. this feature. Yes, you do. You guys fucking brag the most. Your entire phone is bragging. That's all it is. It's just a fucking Nobody brag. The louder you shout, the more you're making my point, which is that PC and Android people have become what they most hate. You never shut the fuck up. You're a vegan, Maddox. Yeah. You're a I'm vegan. I'm not. Here's the thing, Jesse. I don't even like Android. It sucks. 
Uh, Android sucks. Apple sucks. Like, they're all garbage. You're like uh, you're like uh, the people that say I don't even like Trump, but he's not as bad as your claim. Like you're like that's how you you are with Android. I I am a Trump supporter yeah. of of Android. Okay, makes oh, perfect, crystal clear, Rucka. Good job. You're welcome. Garbage. All right, we should move on to the debate from last week, Jesse. Last week we had a colossal debate about uh, now. There's this guy named Bill Nye. <laughs> he's a scientist. <laughs> A real scientist. He's a real scientist. Yeah. So Bill Nye has a new TV show called Bill Nye Saves the World. Is that what the name is? I, I think, think so. that's what it is, right? Bill Nye Saves the World. And he had an episode t- uh, about gender fluidity and gender being on a spectrum and sexuality, that sort of thing, right? And he had the super cringy song on it. And we asked the question of our listeners last week, is gender on a spectrum? What do you think, Jesse? Um, no, I mean, if a, if a spectrum includes two, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the audience voted on our website, madcastmedia.com. No. They said no, gender is not on a spectrum. The audience, very, it's a very definitive vote, too. Who dinged? Was that you, Jesse? That was me, yeah. The audience for once understands what they're talking about. Of course, they were idiots when it came to pineapple on pizza, but this yeah. one, they yeah. failed. Right. Real morons on the pineapple to pizza debate. No, wait. No, they came out, They came down on my side. They were correct. They were smart on that on that debate. That's right, Jesse. I, you. Thanks for reminding me what a winner I am. What a wonderful man. Maddox, me. Yeah. And then I asked the audience, what do you believe after listening to the debate? And the audience voted no. Still no. So, um, yeah, there's, uh, there's that. It's, I guess it's definitive in the minds. I played a bunch of clips, though, last time from this, uh, from this dude. His name is uh, L.A. Werewolf Entertainment, I think. Just, I just got to play this. Um, he did a parody of the Bill Nye, the science guy, intro. Uh, <laughs> it's the SJW Cuck version. Listen to this. Bill Nye the Science Cook. Bill Nye the Science Cook. Science is gay. <laughs> Bill. Anyway, that was good stuff. Yeah, you get the idea. Science yeah. is gay. <laughs> I like how like he, his problem is with Bill Nye, and he's calling him an SJW cuck, right? For disagreeing with a scientific fact, but then he also shits on science itself, which is supposed to bolster his his belief that there are only two genders. Good job. Anyway, moving on. Jesse, as you know, since basically you and I have had the pizza discussion and the pizza debate on this show, we have had nothing but Domino's calls, and they keep coming, and they keep coming. So I'm just going to play a bunch of them. Here's, uh, here's one. Here's a conspiracy dipshit. Listen to this guy. Jesus fucking Christ. Fucking claim that your podcast is sponsored by your own fucking podcast. If you guys dedicate twenty fucking minutes to talking about dominoes every fucking week, I know you're fucking sucking some domino fucking cock, and they're just throwing money in your face. Yeah. You're like fucking strippers and prostitutes in a podcast form. Fuck you all. Fuck you, Rucka. Fuck you, Maddox. Mike, Mikey, you're fine, but fuck you all. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I I have no idea what this guy is talking about. I don't know what makes him think that we are in any way branded by Domino's. But I just got to say, as a personal thing, I love Domino's pizza. And right now, you can actually get a deal online at Domino's.com where – 
for five ninety nine each, you can get two two or more items. Five ninety nine each. That includes medium pizzas, bread bowls, and yeah. whatever you like. Now here's the thing: we're recording this on video as well. And Jesse, for those who aren't watching this on video, which by the way, I'm going to be posting these on my YouTube channel and the website. But Jesse has a Domino's sticker on his forehead. <laughs> What's that? Oh my gosh! How did this get here? Oh, oh you didn't know that, Jesse? There it is. It's right on your forehead. <laughs> Oops! Wow, the stick was amazing. Yeah, it just stayed right there. Yeah, I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is summertime, and Fair. here is another voicemail. Uh, listen to this one. Fanatic side. This is a little older, but I I just wanted to let you know that I was listening to your podcast and I tried some Domino's pizza. Went out on my way to order Domino's pizza. Uh, it's a little farther, so I had to actually go get it. Um, I ate it. Yeah, it was delicious. The sauce was amazing. Uh, fell asleep, woke up, massive diarrhea instantly. Heartburn. I'm, I, I need to go take Prilosec. <laughs> I got GERD all of a sudden. Uh, tastes great, but it gives you explosive diarrhea, hands down. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I wanted to say that you're awesome. Uh, Rucka, you're cool. Uh, Mikey, uh, I guess you're okay. Prefer Rucka and Maddox, but I love you too, Mikey. Have a nice day. <laughs> prefer, <laughs> like, he didn't need to prefer anyone because yeah. we're all part of the show, but he just wanted to go out of his way to I say prefer, that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I prefer pizza, not Domino's. Yeah, well, you're, you're wrong. And here's another caller. Weird Matthew McConaughey even weighed in on this. Listen to this. Oh, shit. I sit in my kitchen once. Uh, girlfriend at the time was in the bathroom. I only have one bathroom. I was, and I had some uh, terrible diarrhea thing going on. Something, something funky. I should have just gone outside. I don't know why I didn't. Because uh, my yard's uh, fairly private. But uh, I uh, just like opened up a garbage bag. And I just kind of satcheled it up to my uh, anus, and I just had to let it go. And then luckily, I finished up before she finished up, and so I cleaned it all up and just get out of the garbage. Yeah, well, yeah, that's about uh, par for course for a weird Matthew McConaughey call. <laughs> Hanging out with all these Domino's fanboys, I feel like uh, the kid that Michael Jackson allegedly molested. Like, imagine how that kid felt. Which gr- one? Grown up, I don't know, all of them. When yeah. uh, when Michael died, and the whole world was like, "Oh, Michael, he was the best. We loved him. We never called him a piece of shit." And uh, how do you think the kid felt? Like this person who had, you know, brought him so much pain. And the whole world is talking about how great he is. Like that's how I feel about Domino's. Like it's something that I personally hate. It's, it's brought me a lot of unrest and unhappiness in my life and all i get to see around me is people uh, raving about how great it is speaking like, of michael jackson i just want to point out that domino's is in no way involved in pizzagate which is another positive you can absolutely you've never heard domino's linked to pizzagate even just once so i love now. domino's they've never they've never been pedophiles they've never raped children love domino's yeah there's more than you can say about a lot of pizza joints so here's here's another call Rucka, a long time ago we had the guest uh blake vapes yeah uh, because we had the weed debate recently, and I got so many calls from the weed debate episode a couple weeks ago, and you can tell these are real weed smokers because they're calling in now about these, but uh, listen to this. Hey, Maddox. Uh, why didn't you bring your friend uh, Blake Vapes to legalize weed? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you? <laughs> bring in Blake Vapes to legalize weed? Fuck. Great phone call. Here's uh, Here's another one. 
I think this guy's a pot smoker too. Just a guess, but listen to this. Hey, Maddox. I don't know if it's because I I'm, have allergies right now, but I could like listen. I could hear every breath that you guys took. It was really weird. I just thought it might be some sort of semi-interesting cognitive bias where since I'm aware of my own breathing right now, it's like, holy shit, I can hear you breathe. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. But <laughs> uh, took time out of his day to look up the phone number on our website. <laughs> hey Maddox, have you ever considered not taking voicemails? <laughs> <laughs> Only every week. Uh, and by the way, guys, you want the Domino's calls to stop? You guys can choose to stop those. I'm gonna keep playing them as long as you guys keep leaving them. But here's uh, and here's one last one uh, again about weed. Listen to this one. Hey Maddox, I quit smoking weed a few years ago. Uh, you know, I think it should be legal and everything, but. If I could get a hold of some of that shit you were talking about, eating, oh man, that sounded like some good shit. I have to reconsider, maybe starting again. Whatever you were taking sounded fucking awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe you should start smoking weed because maybe then you wouldn't be, you know, so pissed off all the time. Yeah. You fucking idiot, <laughs> moron, shithead. Uh, eat more Domino's. Uh, I didn't, didn't always agree with that caller. Like yeah. the last part, mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not with him on that. But up yeah. until that, I thought he made some good points. Yeah, uh, the parts where he called me a moron and a shithead and, and said, a fucking uh, idiot. You should smoke weed. I should smoke. Yeah, weed. Yeah, it was a good idea in your late 30s to begin smoking pot. I guess it's a good, good, to, good habit to pick up as an established adult. People always assume I'm high. People always assume I'm a smoker, and Jesse too, because of his hair, right, really? Jesse? Yeah, everyone thinks that I'm uh, a, a card carrying weed man. <laughs> yeah. Maddox, you look like you're on PCP. You're so pissed off at the world. Is that what PCP does? Yeah, it makes you very angry. Is that right? Am, is anyone here knowledgeable? Jesse, I feel like you would know about this. Let shit. me tell you about PCP. Uh, it, 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 I call it getting wet. I don't know. You could just tell me anything literally right now, Jesse, and I'd be like, okay, that sounds about right. I don't know. No. PCP, which of course stands for psychoactive cuck uh, paralysis. Cuck pills. Cuck pills. Psychoactive <laughs> cuck pills. Um, yeah. No, I have no idea. I've never done a drug in my life. I just look and sound like this. Well, uh, as the last caller said, you should you should you should smoke weed. Yeah, I'll consider. I did turn thirty. Uh, it's probably time. Yeah, the moral of the story is we may look like we're high, but we don't do drugs. And my entire life, I've been getting it. Jesse's been getting it. Uh, we don't fit the stereotypes. No, no, we're great people. Yeah, we are great people. Yeah, but you know who's not great people? <laughs> Douchebags. Yeah. Right. We should move on to talk about the great douchebag debate. The big uh, douche-off, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, joining me again this week is my first hand-on-staff moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear his buzzer. And Mikey Bolts, let's hear his. Wrong! There is Mikey's. And Jesse, P.S., all the way from New York. There it is. There's Jesse's. Now, if any of these fine gentlemen disagree with anything I have to say, if I make any logical contradictions, if I make a mistake, if I misspeak, feel free to buzz me. Uh, and I should mention, too, so we we developed this Madcast Media soundboard in-house just for this occasion when we have guests calling in from out of state so they can play sound effects in studio. And that's what Jesse is doing right now, all the way from New York. That's right. Wait. I mean, that's a little confusing, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. There's no latency at all. I was actually just talking to some uh, engineers from Twitch. And I showed them this technology. I'm going to start doing this on my Twitch streams as well. But anyway, moving on. Douchebags are a fact of life, something we have to contend with. And we're trying to get to the bottom of who the biggest douchebag is. 
Jesse, we all brought in our own douchebags in our first ever best debate bag off. Yeah. That's right. So that's what we're going to be debating this week. Who the biggest douchebag is? Jesse P.S. from Potawful. Who is the biggest douchebag? Who, who are you going to bring in for this first round? Well, I feel a little ill-equipped because I didn't realize you guys already talked about Bill Nye last week. But <laughs> I was going to say, Bill Nye, not only the douchebag of the week, I would say the douchebag of the century. I mean, look, his, his new video, his new show just came out a few months ago. And this one episode... Have you watched the show? I've just watched that one episode. Is it all bad? I've watched the show. I have watched the entire series, and I got to tell you, this is it, it's insane that a man thought this was okay entertainment for adults to enjoy. This is I mean, he says in the first episode of the show that this is for adults. That, that he is now he knows that his audience has now grown up. They are now older, and he is now marketing toward them as older people. So that's why he's doing the sex stuff. But that's not the only thing he talks about in the show. People are blowing that out of the out of proportion a little bit maybe even though it is ridiculous but the entire show is terrible one of the worst things you'll ever watch on Netflix in fact Netflix originals generally pretty good stuff Bill Nye show very bad very very bad and it turns out uh, people are coming out of the woodwork about this Bill Nye character because they've run into him in real life I, I don't know have you guys read the stuff about how you know redditors are, are all sharing their Bill Nye in real life stories please fill us in yeah no what what uh, what are these instances what happens when they meet him well there's there's a lot of posts on there where they're talking about meeting for the first time it turns out Bill Nye is a douchebag in fact that's the word that you see over and over and over about him uh, I actually have one of the ones up here in front of me. Somebody says, uh, funny Bill Nye story. A friend of a friend was working in a retail shop in Seattle, and Bill Nye came in. She told him how much she loved his show growing up, as many of us would. I loved his show growing up. His response, right. and look where it got you. Whoa. Whoa. A friend he, of a friend, huh? On Reddit? A friend of a friend. <laughs> okay. You know what, though, Jesse? We had this caller call in a couple weeks ago who said that, his grandma walked in on her friend's husband getting a blowjob from John Wayne. And we've had nothing but callers calling in and making fun of that. No, they confirmed it. Well, confirming it, you know, with a wink, wink, nod, nod. And I, then don't, we had, I don't know, man. We had so many ridiculous versions of that. Where I heard the voicemails. I get what you're saying here. I get that you're all kind of having a little fun with me. But I'm here telling you about Bill Nye for a reason. Because I personally can confirm that Bill Nye is a douchebag, and here's how. No shit, this is an exclusive. What, so what happened? Have you met Bill Nye? This is an exclusive. I have not talked about this on my own show, Pod Awful. I've not spoken to anyone else about this. Um, I recently met Bill Nye. This is a recent thing. So it's not that he's ch a changed man either. I ran into Bill Nye. I, of course, live here in New York City. Bill Nye was a guest on a Fox News program recently. And I ran into Bill Nye on the street, and I went up to him, and I start going, Bill, 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 you know, like you would do to a guy whose theme song is Bill Nye. And I went up to him, I go, Bill, 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 Bill. And he immediately, he stops in his tracks. Now, I recognize him from the back. I knew he was going to be near the Fox News building. I was waiting for him. I recognize him from the back. He spins around in place on one heel. He's got the bow tie on. He's got the hawkish face staring me down, looking me dead in the eyes, and his eyes were very dead. In fact, it was one of the <laughs> coldest stares I've ever received in my life. And he literally put his hand out onto my face, and he goes, stop, <laughs> stop it. And he starts squeezing my face. 
I can feel blood vessels in my eyeballs popping as he as he squeezes harder and harder. And one of the things they don't tell you about Bill Nye is he has a mechanical hand. It's how he, he he's a mechanical engineer. So he starts squeezing my face, and my eyeballs are about to explode out of my head. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. As I as it the pressure become, builds and becomes too much, as my face is about to come blood, I go, please. Please, Bill, Bill, Bill. And he goes, stop doing it. Stop it. Stop. And he, he, he pulled my hair and he, he brings my face down into his knee like a wrestler. And then I swear to God, and this is, this is very strange, but this, this happened in front of New York police officers. NYPD were all around, and they allowed this to happen. And I asked them about it later. I'll tell you what they said, why they didn't stop him. He gives me a stone-cold stunner, and he goes, booyah, bitch, and he runs away. His, his bow tie starts spinning around like a propeller, and he flies into the air. And I go up to the cops, and I, I go up to the cops, and I say, why? Why didn't you stop this man? And they go, oh, we've had a run-in with Nye before. And <laughs> and I said, what happened? And they go, well, we go up to him. We go, oh, you're Bill Nye the science guy. And apparently Bill Nye looks at them and he goes, it's science person now. And he punched them all in a single blow, knocking them all out. So I can confirm that Bill Nye is indeed a douchebag. Wow! Yeah. Holy shit! First-hand account. First-hand account. You heard it here. I can't. I can't believe that is literally unbelievable. What you just said about Bill Nye. <laughs> well, believe it, sister. Wow! He made your face come blood by squeezing it, huh? Squeezing it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow! <laughs> blood vessels popping and everything. Now, uh, here's the thing, Jesse. That's just one account. Okay, you're just one guy. How do we know that this isn't just one day? You caught him off on, on a bad day. Well, I'll tell you off. how. I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you how. I run into Bill Nye the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. I swear to you, the luck. I, in my mind, I go, I don't ever want to see this man again. I'm not going to watch his television program for sure. And I'm, I'm out having dinner. I'm out having dinner with my beautiful wife. And all of a sudden... I look up at the waiter and I'm, I'm ready to order. I'm going to order myself a uh, pulled pork sandwich. I look up at the waiter and it's Bill Nye. <laughs> what? And he says, he says, oh, remember me? And I go, Bill, Bill, no, Bill. And he goes, bam. And he smashes me in my teeth. And I'm now, I now have to wear a denture. <laughs> Take him out. <laughs> oh, look at that. On camera. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Jesse wow. just took out his teeth. Oh I guess god. he really was Look wearing dentures. The story checks out, guys. Wow. He really wow. is a douche. Wow. Oh my god, they're back in. I swear to god, the next day I see Bill Nye again. Oh, three days in a row. Three days in a row I run into Bill Nye. Oh and god. on the third day I say to him, Mr. Nye, please spare me. <laughs> spare me the punishment. Spare me the pain. I was simply a fan <laughs> of you as a child. And he goes, some lessons need to be learned the hard way. (laughs) And I don't even know how a man carries a Bunsen burner in his pocket, but he takes out a Bunsen burner and he lights a fire under my ass like you've never seen before. And then he smashes a beaker over my head. Or it might have been a a graduated cylinder. I'm not sure because I actually forgot that part of science 
from all the uh, beatings I've taken from Bill Nye. Anyway, confirmed, Bill Nye, douchebag of the week. Wow, holy yeah. shit. Damn. Wow, so Bill Nye. Is this debate for douchebag of the week or just biggest no. douchebag? Biggest douchebag. All right, so I, he yeah. can be douchebag of the week regardless. He is douchebag just, of the just week. Just yeah. for that, just for, for that. treating a member of this network that way. We don't, we don't stand for that. We don't stand for that at Madcast Media. There are things that we don't stand for here. We don't observe Hitler's birthday. No. We don't stand for Osama bin Laden. Not at all. We do celebrate his death. Yes. On death day. Correct. And and we stand up for our own when they get beat up by Bill Nye, the science yes. guy. Yes. The science and, person. And only I'm sorry, Bill yeah. Nye. Also, we never forget 9-11. Never. No, I've never forgotten it. Never Although forgotten. you did you did forget to list that just now, but some of us weren't forgetting about it. Jesse, there was an extended comma at that sentence. You can't you can't hear the comma, but it was there. Well, last week our guest was Misha Barton, keenly aware, very astute when people have grammatical tics and punctuation that they leave out in their sentences. Yeah. yeah. So that was an extended comma. I meant to mention 9-11. I've never forgotten 9-11, not even once. You said our guest was Misha Barton? Oh, not Misha Barton. <laughs> what did I, did I say that? I meant Misha Pollack. Who's Misha Barton? It's a girl, like an actress. <laughs> when I heard that. <laughs> Oops. Now, here's the thing with Misha Barton, okay? okay. She, she is a babe, but I'm looking at this picture. Mikey's holding up a picture of Misha Barton. But Misha Barton is one of those people, and I have a problem with this. They're, she's one of those people where you know what her skeleton looks like. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. You know, you know exactly what she looks like dead. Some girls, I see them, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what she looks like naked. Misha Barton, I know what she looks like dead. Yeah, I know. Her, I, know I even, I can even picture the way her skull is going to tip off to the side in her in her uh, casket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's pretty, pretty skinny. skinny. Yeah, it's way too skinny. She looks like um like an Egyptian, you know, like an Egyptian mummy. But she's still alive. That's a requirement that I have for a wife is uh, is knowing what they'll look like dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, in life, you don't want to broadcast to people how you're going to look when you're dead. It's not a good look. It's not a good look for the living. Right. I'll say that much. Anyway, moving on. Mikey. Yeah. You. So Mikey also brought in a douchebag. This is going to be a four way douche off. Mikey, who's your douchebag? <laughs> Who do you got? So I'm going for a. Um... A quick switch, actually. Yeah. Because originally it was Jesse Eisenberg, the actor. Jesse Eisenberg, that's a good douche. Yeah. That's a real strong douche contender, Mikey. But, but I've decided to switch it. Oh, yeah? Um, Who's, please tell me it's Misha Barton. It's not Misha Barton. No Misha is involved in the making of this douchebag. The, the douche that I picked was actually Peyton Manning. Ooh, Peyton Manning. That's a good one. Because Huge douche. He's just a huge douche. He, uh... After uh, he won a Super Bowl right before he retired, he was like doing like an interview and did a Budweiser plug, like while being interviewed about what are you going to do afterwards? He's like, I don't know, but I'm going to be with my family and I'm going to enjoy a wonderful Budweiser. Oh, barf, man. And you he know, is my douche. You know that very first Super Bowl where they did that fucking little cheeky thing where they went up to the guy who won who was it was it like um john elway or something it was mean joe green mean oh, joe yeah. green okay so they went up to this joe green guy who by the way until the sentence that i just uttered i've never said his name before in my life anyway so <laughs> they went up to this john elway and they said hey man you just won <laughs> you just won the super bowl what are you gonna do and he turns to the can to the to the reporters like i'm gonna go to disneyland and then you got that little wink you know that entire moment, as organic as it seemed, was completely scripted, and he was paid to say that. Did no. you know that? Yeah. It was a yeah. commercial. It was a commercial. <laughs> no, but 
What wasn't it an actual commercial? No, it wasn't an actual commercial. It was during. It was done under the guise of being a post game interview. Yeah, like Disneyland, Disney World, or Disneyland, whatever. They pay people to say that at the end of the, after they win the Super Bowl. What are you gonna do? I'm going to Disney World. Well, they do now, and they're open about it. But that first one, that seemed like an organic thing. It wasn't a. It wasn't a commercial up to that point, uh. and they got so much publicity from that because people were like, "Wow, this guy just won the Super Bowl." And the thing that he's thinking about is spending his money at another corporation, taking his family to Disney. Why does that upset you? Why does that upset me? Because, first of all, it's fucking dishonest. How is it dishonest? Because he's being paid to do that. So what? Well, it, it, it's not genuine. If you, if I came up to you and I said, Rucka, what are you in the mood to eat right now? And then you said... If you're pointing oh. a camera at me and fucking Papa John's paid me to mention them next time I'm on TV, I wouldn't see it as a giant fucking stab in the back of the, the American people. Well, it's it was dishonest. Dominoes, you would. It's yeah. di- it's dishonest. <laughs> now look, uh, I see. I don't know where this came from, but suddenly our own Jesse PS from Potawful is sponsored by Domino's again. Yeah, on camera he's got this. <laughs> Jesse, it's on your forehead. How do you not notice that? If I win this debate, I know where I'm going. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But, but if I ask if I ask uh, Rucka, I'm like, hey man, what do you uh, what are you hungry? What are you in the mood for? And you're like, Outback Steaks. I want Outback Steakhouse. Out, there's nothing better than Outback Steaks. And I was like, I'm like, what the fuck? That's a good one. That's perfect because I don't know if you know this about Outback, but there's no rules. They're just right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, listen. It's not yeah. like your fucking loved one is on their deathbed and they're about to die. Misha Martin. And- and uh, Misha says, oh, Maddox, please, uh, I only have five seconds left to live. Please tell me you love me. And you say, oh, I love you, Misha, just like I love Outback Steakhouse. Now, I can I can see how that comes off as kind of uh, uh, cold-blooded and cold-hearted and, and stoic. But Jesus Christ, dude. Like, if fucking Disney wants to pay a football player to give him a plug, how the hell does that, why does that bother you so much? You just, you, the way you say, like, a corporation, I'm gonna, he's going to go spend it in another corporate. What do you want him to fucking spend it on? I want him to have a genuine fucking moment, Rucka. Can't we just live our lives where just for one fucking minute, some guy just won the Super Bowl, and someone asks him, hey, man, what's on your mind? And he just says, Boom, what's on his fucking mind? Rather than, well, what's on my mind is the paycheck I'm going to collect after I plug this corporation. That is on his mind. God damn it. Disneyland is on his fucking mind. They just, just cut him it. a seven-figure you know check. Yeah, then he should just fucking say that. He should just say, oh, you know what's on my mind? The money I'm going to spend that's from this fucking commercial. That's what he's. But that's what he's thinking. That's what is oh on his fucking mind. Okay, do you ever go to the movies and get pissed off that they're reading a script instead of just saying what's on their mind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Fucking A, dude. Just because you won't put ads on your fucking website doesn't mean no one else is supposed to ever be sponsored by anyone. What, point, point of interest. Uh, Rucka mentions a seven-figure uh, deal here for saying the Disney thing. I actually looked it up. It's uh, The guy that said it first was Phil Sims. Phil oh, Sims. He's the biggest dude. Phil Sims. <laughs> and he was given $75,000 to say it. 75000 Are you right. fucking kidding me? What a cuck. Oh, my <laughs> God. You would, you, would ta- you would do it for three grand, dude. No, I wouldn't. I would what do it fuck, for dude? three grand. What the hell else? What Either, do I do with three he grand? He could give an answer that, oh, I'm going to go home and spend. By the way, by the way, fuck you because you know <laughs> the answer they give 99.9% of the time is dishonest anyway. Oh, I'm looking forward to going home and seeing my 
wife and kids. Shut the fuck up, dude. You're going to the, your hotel room to bang some hookers and sniff some coke and celebrate the fact that you don't have to practice the next day. Yeah. All right. So they they're bullshitting anyway. So yeah, if you if for quick for, if you want to make seventy five grand in a three second time period by just saying yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to going to Disneyland. Like, why does that have to bother you so much? You're just jealous, dude. Nobody's not, paying you to plug Disneyland. Th- good. Good, because I would Because even for three grand, that's what, like two two tickets to Disneyland. It's so fucking expensive. Yeah. And maybe a corn dog. And all you have to do is say one sentence. Oh, wow. Okay, all you have to do is sell, completely sell fucking out. Uh, you know what? Oh, if he, my went, God. Sell if he out. said, I'm going to go his soul. I'm gonna go to my room where there's a hot college co-ed waiting for me, and I'm going to sniff her panties. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I'm in. I'm in 100%. Whatever that guy's selling, I'm going to buy. Whatever it is, because that's a genuine fucking moment. Speaking of... Uh, so, Mikey, great, great pick this week. <laughs> so the second reason I... Okay. <laughs> yeah, go on. No, I don't want... His fucking forehead, I don't like that either. Peyton it bothers Manning. me. That no, I don't, pick, I don't right? have anything else. I hate Peyton Manning. I think he's a big... I mean, no, wait, come on. There's got to be something. What What is it about Peyton Manning? Because a lot of people hate Peyton Manning. I hate the family in general. Yeah. He's a, as, yeah. A, as a Chargers fan, I'm not going to get into sports. I'm just saying I fucking hate Eli Manning. I hate... it. There's a third one. There's a Cooper Manning. That no one really knows about. Who's Cooper? Is that like Trump's? What? What's it, Trump's daughter that no one talks about? Tiffany? Yeah, that's exactly like Tiffany, but yeah. in their family. In yeah, there's a Tiffany Trump. What's that, Jesse? <laughs> Sorry, I ran into Cooper Manning once. <laughs> <laughs> you ran into Cooper Manning? Oh yeah, go on. I did. I know. I actually know this Cooper Manning, and I got to tell you, I ran into him, and he gave me seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> He just has that kind of mind. Cooper Manning's a good guy, and I won't I won't sit here and hear anything otherwise. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was at a low point in my life. A lot of people don't know this. I was once homeless and wandering the streets like a vagabond. I had plastic bags for shoes, and yeah. I run into this Cooper Manning one time, and he comes up to me. He goes, hey, have you ever heard of me? And I said, no. And he said, he said I'm Peyton Manning's youngest brother. I'm Cooper. And I said, I don't even know who Peyton Manning is. And he said, you know, the football guy. I goes, I'm sorry, sir. I don't pay attention to sports at all. And he goes, well, here's $75,000. Make sure you mention me sometime. (laughs) (laughs) On your podcast. Wait a second. Jesse, was that a paid mention just now? It might have been. He's honest about it. Isn't that all you care about? I care about honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Because because that's when you turn on a TV and there's, there's ads. Those those actors give you the full context. They're saying, "And we're only uh, we're only eat, drinking Bud Light right now because we're getting paid to be here." No, <clears throat> shithead. It's done under the pretense of it being honest when you're doing an impromptu interview All on right. the field. Now, Jesse is plugging something again. Jesse, first Domino's, and now what? What is that? Wheaties you're holding up on camera? No, I'm just eating some uh, some simply Cheetos. Some just some they're puffy what? Cheetos. They're white cheddar. They're pure deliciousness. It says so right on the packaging. Anyway, love corporations. I'm a big fan of advertisements. <laughs> and this podcast, you know, we are putting it on YouTube now, the video version. Just want YouTube to know we're advertiser friendly. Oh, that's true. This is an advertiser friendly yeah. show. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, anything you want to add? Any other last points, Mikey? All mm-hmm. right. Peyton Manning, huge douchebag. And also, I mean, that he was. Uh, what's the team that he plays on? The Patriots? No, that's Tom Brady. Uh, he, was, uh, he was on the Colts and then he played for the Broncos and then he retired. The Broncos. I don't, I've never heard of any of these teams. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rucka, who do you got? Who's your douchebag? Gandhi. Gandhi? Yeah. Why is what? Gandhi? Hold on. Do you start? Why did you buzz that? What's your What's your affinity for Gandhi? Oh, God. 
let me guess. This is going to be one giant utopian fallacy where you're going to take someone who has just a lifetime of doing good and then you're going to pick them apart with their little things that they do they, because they weren't perfect. Go on, Rucka. I'm glad you got your little victory <laughs> dance with the pointing your index fingers at the air like a fucking... Okay. Just say Armenian. <laughs> like a fucking Armenian. All right. Um, what, uh, what, what, what good did he do? Uh, he led a peaceful protest against the British occupation that uh, led that resulted in victory against the British Empire. I believe. I don't know. I don't have all the details. You know, nobody knows what the fuck he did. You don't know what's good about he, him. He did somebody a peaceful protest. You, somebody told you he was a good guy and believed in peaceful protest, and that's why you love him so much. You don't know what the fuck he did. I mean, I'm not. I'm not, who Jesse? Was that your ding? Yeah. You, you right, know, I, here's what I know about Gandhi. <clears throat> He was a virulent racist. He hated black people. Yeah. He actually was racist. I do know that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Sure. Why did you like him so much? Wait, Jesse, were, were, you, were you telling a joke or were you trying to actually list a fact? No, he really, I, that's real. He really was. Yeah, yeah. He, wa- he was racist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was Indian, so that makes it okay. No, I didn't say that. No, it's not okay. And look, what the hell? Here's what. Oh, yeah, he got the British out. Look, I mean, there were atrocities. Look, I'm not a historian, by the way. Once again, let me remind you and your lovely listeners. You're talking to probably the bottom 5% of society in, in, in intelligence and education. Yeah, okay, no Maddox one... here, never graduated college. Pretty close, though. <laughs> never Pretty close. Graduated. One test away. Never graduated. Never graduated. Um, me, I never graduated either. I dropped out of community college after yeah. uh, kind of being in and out for quite some time. Mikey Boltz, are you a graduate? Uh, I I went to community college and then I, I dropped you out. You stopped once going? I got, once not... I got to Southern California, I dropped out. Yeah, okay, do that, I, That's a no. Do I even need to ask uh, Jesse if he graduated? Dropped out of community college. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> so wait a second. I am I am the senior academic, you the senior intellectual, but I went to, a, first of all, a real college, and second, I'm one test away from graduating. You, didn't you guys it. dropped out of community college. You never graduated. Yeah, but I came pretty close. I finished you the came, curriculum. You came close. R- finished the curriculum. You are, you are a non-graduate. You never graduated. You did not finish school. You're uneducated. I'm not. I'm the most, I'm the senior academic <laughs> right, on the show. Right, I'm going to go ahead right, and say college that. man, tell us what Gandhi ever did that was good. Okay, look, I don't know trivia. I, I would I consider almost all of history, in yeah. fact, let's just say all of it, mm-hmm. trivia. It's okay. all trivia. And anytime I go to like a trivia night, yeah. they never ask any of the important questions. <laughs> like what? Math and science. Those are the important questions. What's important about math? Wrong! What, Jesse? What's what's not important about math? Well, look, math, math is based and science. I mean, these are sort of Bill Nye kinds of things. And as we've already <laughs> as we've already proven, he's not a good guy. Very big douchebag. So I don't think trivia night, which is a night for fun, fun games, should be bogged down by these horrible things done by this terrible man. It's Bill not. Nye. It's not Bill Nye that that has done these things. I mean, he is a, a disciple of mathematics and science, but he didn't invent it. Listen, every time every time Jesse shits on Bill Nye, this is all I hear. Bill Nye is definitely the SJW science cuck guy. <laughs> yeah. Bill Nye the science yeah. cuck. Yeah. <laughs> My new favorite cook, channel. Cook. Bill Nye the science cuck. <laughs> Yeah. Watch, that guy's going to have a podcast on Madcast in a week from now. <laughs> he might as well. <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Fuck it. You know what? Maybe I'll, t- I'll talk to this guy. Yeah. 
Oh, you Jesse, you got to see this video, too. This guy's beard, man. It's all over his neck. I just want to go on the record non-sarcastically. I'm a big fan of that guy based on what I've heard on this show. <laughs> oh, I know, Jess. I know, Rucka. This is your thing. I know that's your thing. Yeah. Anyway, so go on. Tell us why Gandhi's a douchebag. I don't even need to tell you what's wrong with him. I just need to let you tell me what's good about him. You got nothing. Everyone talks about him like, oh, yeah, Gandhi, hmm, most moral person that ever lived. Ah, best, most stand-up guy you'll ever meet. You can't tell me one good thing he did. Oh, he got the British out of India. Okay, and uh, what? How is India? How did India look? Uh, wh when are you moving to India? When would you like to uh, go go live in India and live on uh, their their standard of living? So your argument is, yeah, that Gandhi was a douchebag mm -hmm. because you don't necessarily want to live in India. Is that correct? No. Okay. What is your What is your argument against Gandhi? Because he was he's known as. as? A leader of civil disobedience. He led a nonviolent protest I against mean, the, the British Empire. I mean, the fucking Hitler's brown shirts led civil disobedience. He why led, why he, is disobeying authority always a good thing like you're some fucking punk rocker? I didn't say it was always a good thing, straw man. I just said that Gandhi against the British imperialists. Woo! Now, they were imperialists. They what, were, what, do I look like some crooked tooth Britain British? They were Britan, invading Britannica. Brit, Britain, just Brit. Brit. They were they were invading India. They were uh, occupying it. They were occupying it. Yes. Yeah. And Gandhi led a peaceful protest against them, without millions in bloodshed, without millions of dollars wasted. No, he didn't. He didn't have to waste millions or or shed any blood. The uh, the Indians would starve to death in the streets for the following five decades. Look, let me help out Rucka here. I met Gandhi once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on. Now, let me tell you something. Gandhi, uh, you want to talk about what he occupied, who's occupying things. I was on a, a flight. Actually, it was when I was flying back from L.A. to New York. Gandhi was on that flight. Yep. And I went to the restroom on the airplane. I tried to go to the restroom, and it was occupied. And I turned to the stewardess. <laughs> I'm sorry, not stewardess, the flight attendant because that's right. better. I turn to the flight attendant and I say to her, uh, is this bathroom seems to be have been occupied for a long time now. What's going on? She goes, "Oh, Gandhi's in there." I say, I say, "Oh, Gandhi is in there?" She says, "Yeah, he had a lot of curry and uh <laughs> it's not going so well for him in there." So I start knocking on this door. I can't wait another second. I drank a lot of Dr Pepper before I went on this plane. I mean, a whole lot of Dr Pepper and uh I, I had to pee real bad, so I keep knocking on this door, and I go, excuse me, uh, Mr. Gandhi. Uh, that's his last name, right? I don't know. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Gandhi. Uh, can you can you hurry it up in there? This is only, uh, the, only, the only stall on the plane. I got to go. And he says to me, this is what he says to me. He goes, are you black? <laughs> <laughs> and I said to him, I, say to, I says to Gandhi through the door, I says to him, uh no and he goes all right hang on a second and then he wipes up and he uh gets out of there but th from that moment forward i was no longer a gandhi fan i'll tell you that right. much well hold on jesse there's a there's a big assumption you made there when he asked you if you were black if you had said yes he may have hurried up yeah right maybe he was asking because he was like oh i'm gonna help the, a fellow <laughs> black man i mean as india is Gandhi wasn't black, but no, he, he was looked he, like technically he wasn't uh, even black. Pat, he was like just Indians, like a brown guy. They, they're, they're like they're like the same color as a lot of black folks, but they're different. I can clear this up pretty easily. When he came out of there, he had a KKK hood on. Oh, right. okay. yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, just like the, in India, the swastika means something totally different. Yeah, the uh, KKK uh, uh, hat uh, sheet means something totally different too. Yeah, it's just a hat of purification. Yeah. Um, 
But speaking of, so Gandhi, Gandhi espoused religious tolerance. Are you and, sure about that? Yes, I'm sure about that. Are you sure about yes, that? Yes, I'm okay. sure about that. <laughs> okay. And and it was the salt tax that the British were imposing. So in the United States, salt tax. Yes. In the United States, <laughs> they had we had the the Boston Tea Party, right. which is oh man. You guys are charging us too much tax. On yeah, so tea. you mock it when uh, the when the uh, for no, founding I'm fathers not mocking do it. it. Shithead, let me finish. Yeah. But in India, when Gandhi leads an uprising against the British rule and their unfair salt tax, salt tax. Yeah, it's a there's salt no tax. salt to tax once the British leave. What do you mean? There's no salt. The to fucking tax? everyone's miserable. And but listen, let me be clear about this. If Gandhi wanted his people to prosper and be happy and live long and prosper he would have said okay the british people are committing atrocities let's get them out of here fine then when they leave he would have said okay here's what we're gonna do we're gonna keep the court system in place good system got some kinks nothing we can't work through let's keep the british style court system in place the parliamentary style government seems to be seem to work out a little bit better than the uh uh than the uh, third world system of uh Fucking yes, go on. <laughs> and uh, eloquent, this eloquent argument. <laughs> <laughs> and let's uh, let's let the people be free. Re- more than religious tolerance. How about just tolerance? How about let people trade? Let people produce? Let people live the life as they see fit from free speech. By the way, in India, didn't Richard Gere get arrested for like kissing a woman on the cheek? Yeah, but Richard Gere's an oh, asshole. Oh, he's a white man. He's imperialist. He's he shouldn't be there anyway. He's a prick. He's Richard an Gere. asshole. You he know deserves, what? I, he deserves to go to jail. That might be. <laughs> yeah, whoever you're going to bring in as your douchebag just changed. I'm sure it's going to be yeah. Richard Gere. All right, listen. Yeah. Um, So, listen, if that's what Gandhi, if Gandhi wanted to see the India thrive and become a wonderful place, he would have said, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. hold on to some of the good things that India taught us about Western culture and let's be very tolerant and let people be free and trade and prosper. And you would have seen India emerge as a free, oh, prosperous gosh. economy and a, and, a, and a wonderful place where happy people engage in various forms of human intercourse and people would flock to India from around the world and the nations around India would seek to emulate the wonderful way. But instead, no, Gandhi had a belief that, hey man, live simply. Live simply. Just own one one piece of clothing that you use as both a, 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 a shower, towel, and toilet paper. Oh, <laughs> I mean, geez. Jesse can confirm this from the airplane ride. Look, let me tell you, that KKK hood was brown. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, what what makes it a KKK hood then? Well, it wasn't. It didn't go in there, Brown. Oh, yeah. So you saw him go in. You knew it was Gandhi. There, Jesse. There's some holes in your story sure here. This was Gandhi. I'm pretty sure. Well, hang on a second. Was Gandhi's first name Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was, it was Jeff. Jeff. It was Jeff. No, it Jeff Gandhi. It was Jeff Gandhi. Yeah. It was Mahatma shitheads. Mahatma is a fucking rice company. Okay, well, it's named after Gandhi. Oh, 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 I see. The father of India. So we can name a corporation. Corporation. Give me the echo. Corporation. Corporation. There yeah. you go. That we can name that after Gandhi, but uh, people in India, uh, after the British left, were not allowed to uh, produce. And you, you speak so sneeringly about Disneyland, a corporation. You're gonna uh. go spend your money at Hitler's favorite getaway, the corporation known as Disneyland. Oh my gosh, Kaka Ali! Listen, yeah. when I'm watching commercials on TV, yeah. there's no pretense that it's real. It's not an organic moment. I know that that spot is bought and paid for, yeah. and everyone appearing in the commercial. Now, here's the problem I do have with co- commercials on TV: mm-hmm. when they have actors who are hired, who are trying samples on the street, 
and under the guise of being just a regular Joe walking down the street. Oh, I'm going to sample your, your Wendy's chicken sandwich and compare it to Burger King or whatever the fuck. If they're paid actors, I have a problem with that. The only reason we're talking about TV ads and, and McDonald's and Disneyland is because guys like Gandhi do not control our Jeez. lives. Okay, wonderful. Wonderful. Right. It's like we have Ayn Rand in the studio. All right, anything else you want to add to Gandhi? Why? Uh, so he's a douchebag because he he wore a brown KKK. What, well, he's the, <laughs> most, he's the most celebrated human being in, no, in, in our culture today. Yes, he is. Ask people, who's a good person? They'll say Martin Mother, Luther King. Mother Ther- yeah, Martin Luther King. Mother Teresa and Gandhi. The two fucking symbols of pureness. Oh, and what the hell did either of them do that was well, good More than you. Here's the thing. Everyone, more than me. No everybody. one's done more than me. I'm like, you go to India, they fucking, they hold up pictures of me and they beg me to come. They beg me to come rule over them. Hurry up, Rucka, come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ever, look, it's it's so in vogue right yeah. now to find someone, some no, spiritual that's leader. That's not what this is. This that's is what not, it is. This is not it a is. fucking Maddox article it from is. 2001. It's fucking Vice. It's like Vice News. And oh, athe- yeah. Atheists especially. It's an, it's an atheist charge against Mother Teresa because she's a religious figure and they want to demonize anyone religious and anyone who's no. had anything to do with spiritual, spirituality Gandhi in was life. not a Christian. He was a spiritual leader of, so of, of People, uh, India, uh, and he he espoused tolerance. No, yes, and Mother Teresa. Oh my God, she was. Uh, she she tried to convert the people that she helped into Christianity, and she wouldn't help them. She if didn't they help them. But she did more than most people. She did more to hurt them than any than to help them. Okay, but that wasn't her goal. If she it if was she inadvertently her goal. no, it was her goal was to prolong human suffering here on Earth so that everyone can go to heaven. If any if anybody on this fucking planet wanted happiness, they would look at someone like Gandhi or Mother Teresa and say, "This these people are fucking sad, and I don't want to live that way. I don't want I wouldn't want to be like them. So why would I take life advice from them? Got Nobody it. on earth wants to own one rag and drink their own piss, which is exactly what Gandhi did. And you can look it up. He was such a fucking minimalist that he drank his own pee. Who the fuck wants to be like that? Okay, I don't. He was what? He was pro Anna. He was actually he inspired a lot of girls to become anorexic. So that's also. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Yeah. All you uh, uh, body body positive folks out there, you want to? Uh, you, you think there's nothing wrong with having a little bit extra meat on your bones? You do not want to be like Gandhi. The guy was was uh, was a stick. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. In India, if you have a, about a billion people who are on the verge of poverty, which are already, they were already starving, there was already famine, there was already all sorts of things like that. Now, if you have a bunch of poor people who are looking to you as a spiritual leader and as, a, as for, for guidance... Tell yeah. them to stop fucking. Uh, you, oh, a billion people. You got, tell them to stop fucking, Mikey. Let me tell you something, Mikey. <laughs> Uh, is it real easy for a fuckboy to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why don't you stop fucking? <laughs> yeah, like he can't. I That's can't. the thing, Mikey, he has one switch I and can't. it's on. Uh, yeah. Yo, I never stop fucking. I never <laughs> stop fucking. Don't matter who tell me to stop fucking, I ain't going to stop fucking. We've been telling him this whole time, Jesse. He's been fucking this whole time. Yeah. Listen, I once saw a documentary up in South Africa, and it was really sad. It was this uh, news story, this avant-garde news program that was on Current TV. I used to work for Current TV a long time ago. And they went down there and they did this story where they went to the, these slums in South Africa. And there's nothing but like, it's a shanty town, just uh, tin panels leaning up against each other as a uh, lean to. And there's, uh, so they interviewed the women who are mostly prostitutes in this little town. And they, all of them are HIV positive, every single one of them. And the guys, and they consistently, every single night, have 
you know, five or six different clients, and they are consistently having sex with these people who are HIV positive, and they interviewed the guys, and they said, aren't you afraid of getting AIDS? Why are you having uh, uh, sex with prostitutes? You're not even checking yourself. You don't even care. And the, the guy's like, yeah, that's right. I don't care. He said, smell the air around you. You smell that smell? And the, the reporter said, yes. And he goes, that's the smell of dung. That's the smell of our own feces running by the river next to me. I wake up and go to sleep next to that. The only joy I have in life is having sex with a prostitute. And I don't care if I get AIDS because that's all I have. Mm -hmm. So when you go back to India and you have all these poor people who are living in poverty and you're like, oh, well, you know, stop fucking or whatever. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes that's all they have. And so if they're living in poverty, it'd be great if you have a spiritual leader like Gandhi who's telling him, look, your life is kind of shitty right now. You don't have a lot of things, but you know what? You don't need a lot of things. And that's what Gandhi did, oh and he God. inspired people. No, he inspired them to do what? Fucking... Stand up to the British with a peaceful protest. And they, then what? And, won and then war. what? Like, you, you know, you, people treat act like the British is like your, your fucking parents back in Utah. Like, you want to blame them for all your problems? They're not even here. The British left, and India was worse off. All right? I'm not... Oh, yeah. yeah. Worse off. Let they, me finish. At least salt was cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> there was no salt tax. I'll give you that. I'm no fan of salt taxes as you know i've led marches and protests to lower the salt tax in india but um yeah look listen you're right that uh the atrocities were committed by the british i don't even know if you knew that but yeah like the the british they you know the way they treated the indians not cool like i said nothing wrong with saying telling the british to get out hey man let us be independent yada yada blah 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 but then what do you do do you uh promote liberty you're comparing Gandhi to the founding fathers. The founding fathers, they were uh, fighting for lower taxes. They were fighting, at least uh, in my opinion, for a higher level of liberty. Gandhi was fighting for less to none. He was fighting for nothing. And you say, oh, it's, it's in vogue. to No, yeah, you're right. The the new atheists, uh, whatever, a lot of these uh, got Hitchens and all them, they like to shit on Mother Teresa. I, I, I'll agree with you on that. It's, it's, it's fashionable to call her a cunt. But... Gandhi still stands as like this, this untouchable symbol of greatness. Why? Because he he chose a life of shittiness. He was so minimal, didn't care about material things. What the fuck is the only reason we're having this podcast is because we're in like we've got a material products here that broadcast us to the fucking planet. You want to talk about helping Indians? We're sending them a fucking podcast. Raka, the life of minimalism and shittiness <sighs> didn't. Uh, Gandhi didn't choose that. That life what? chose him. No, what? He was born oh my God. into now it. Now you're just making he shit up. He was born into he it. He chose it. He he, oh, yeah. he promoted Gandhi it in loves his words. It. Oh, please. Give me less. That's Gandhi's yes, famous that's quote. Yes, that's Gandhi. God damn it. That's he, why people like him. He yeah, Oh, he's so okay. much better than oh. me. I'm such oh, a fucking shallow Rucka. piece of shit. I need my money. He oh, didn't want God. any. You should write an Atlantic think piece about that. I don't even know what the Atlantic is. I'm too busy fucking <laughs> not reading stupid shit. Oh, I know. And not fucking sticking up for Gandhi. Someone I somebody told me at one point was a good guy and I've and I stuck to it and and I got on my national podcast and disrespected my top hand uh, backdoor moderator because <laughs> because I'm for I, I'd rather disrespect him and and stick up for Gandhi than think for myself. Yeah. Great. I'll just say uh, again. Uh, let me reiterate what I said at the top of this debate. Yeah. I said this is going to be one giant utopian fallacy. Gandhi's not perfect, therefore he's awful. All right, he's the worst. All right. Well, we're going to put it to the vote. Uh, you guys want to hear? These are all good douchebags. Jesse, I can't believe this. Is, you've had so many amazing run-ins. One with Bill Nye, the science person. 
thank you. And then thank when you, the, please. The, if you said anything else, he would beat me. He'll find me and beat me. So thank you. And then and then with Jeff Gandhi, I don't know if it's related to Mahatma. Might be the who, same guy. It's hard to tell. Might have been. Yeah, he was wearing a brown Ku Klux Klan hood, <laughs> and he asked. He checked to make sure you were black before he came out of the bathroom. And uh, Mikey, again, let's reiterate, you had uh, Peyton, Manning. Peyton Manning. That's right. But I think I got you guys all topped. Okay. Now, originally, I got to say, I brought in a pick, and this was disqualified because it was a group of people rather than a person. My first pick was Joker cosplayers. Nope. Yeah. Rucka said no. He vetoed that it's because be it's a, a group person. of people. It can't okay. just be a group. I'm going to talk about Joker cosplayers one of these times, though, because they're the biggest douchebags in the world. The amazing thing is, once we uh, when we did that episode before Halloween... We, you talked about how sh- how annoying uh, Joker cosplayers are, and like that night we went to a party, and some guy dressed up as the Joker yeah. walked over and like wouldn't break character. Yeah, yeah. I it, I literally was telling Rucka, and who was well uh, with Ricky, us? Ricky, Ricky uh, or Elliot? Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky from uh, the ETC show. Yeah. I was just talking to Ricky and Rucka about Joker cosplayers and how annoying they are, and Ricky's like, I, "What do you mean? Why are they so annoying?" And then we went to a party, and this guy came up to us and would not shut the fuck up. Uh, with his Joker accent and coming up to, uh, why so serious? Uh, I was just like, hey man, can you just chill out? Like, where's is come some, to uh, play? Yes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that for like an hour, and they won't stop. I'm like, hey man, can you just chill? Where's the bathroom? He's like, oh, the bathroom. Oh, some people just want to pee. I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Where's the bathroom, man? Anyway, uh, but my pick. All right, my pick. Biggest douchebag in the universe, I think. <laughs> Is Bono? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bono right, for vote, vote Bono. Yeah. Vote for Bono. Yeah. Uh, now I I ran into Bono. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, wait a second. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, did you really? Or I really, did, <laughs> I really did actually run into Bono. This is uh, you're going to have to, to spin a, a real yarn for me to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have to. Everything I'm going to say. Right now is 100% the truth. I went to a bar one night, right? I'm there with this um, it's really hot girl, because I always am. And I'm looking around the bar. I'm kind of scoping it out, checking it out, because I'm always, you know, keenly aware of my surroundings. I'm like a, a ninja when it comes into... Uh, I'm a ninja when it comes to observation, samurai when it comes to driving, and yeah. in the sheets. Um, <laughs> very angry and aggressive, and I have a mask on. Uh, but I'm looking around this bar... And I notice in the corner, there are two huge bodyguards. And any time, and no one else is paying attention to them. Only I notice these bodyguards because I know, I know to look for bodyguards. Bodyguards are always there guarding bodies. So I look and sitting down is a little Irish leprechaun looking man named Bono from U2. Sitting there at night in this bar with his shitty yellow shades on, right? And he's got two girls. One next to him and one on his lap. One's black and the other one was a kind of like a brown, reddish-haired girl with freckles, right? They're sitting down and he's very flirty with these girls. These girls are like, you know, uh, running their hand on his face, that sort of thing. And I, and I did a quick uh, little Google search. I thought, bon- Bono's married. I know he's married. He's got to be married, right? Oh, he's married. But anyway, nonetheless, these girls are sitting there, right? And I, I hate Bono. I think he's a huge douchebag. Most people do, right? Every I, he he did that uh, red campaign for Africa, where he tried to sell a bunch of red products, and he put the word red in parentheses. He was the original alt right, 
Mm-hmm. Putting the word red in parentheses. Yeah, parentheses. You got, you got the echo, Jesse, with the red? YouTube, YouTube red. red. There it is. So, so <laughs> is that so is that, that part was, of Bono's was, campaign? Is YouTube red? I don't. Is that about AIDS? I don't know. Oh, it, it may be actually. I don't oh, even know. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So YouTube. So this red campaign is like, oh, you buy a red product, and we're gonna donate fifteen percent to Africa. It's, it's some bullshit. And the products are all like really high end, like uh, Chanel and. Uh, really high-end shoes that cost like three, four hundred dollars, whatever. So it's just, it's just a bunch of celebrity douchebags who are patting themselves on the back for donating like twenty bucks to to Africa, yeah, whatever. Because you've done so much for Africa. I'm not saying I've done much, but I'm not bragging about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Except I've done a lot. Go on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you, so, just, you just hate celebrities more than you love Africa. No, I. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, you two sitting there, uh, Bono, he's sitting there, right? You two. You two. And he's sitting there and there's like some old guy who's sitting off in the corner. He, he looks really eccentric, you know, the, this guy he's with, right? And, and, uh, then there's this girl buzzing about, about him. I take out my phone and I don't give a shit about celebrities normally. You see them all the time in Hollywood. It's not a big deal. You see celebrities everywhere. So I saw, I, and I don't take pictures of them, except this time I was like, I'm going to take a picture of Bono because I'm going to treat him like an animal. The animal that he is. Like a like a an animal in a zoo, right? I take out my phone, and ninety nine percent of the time, my flash is off. This was not one of those times. I took a picture of him across the bar, and all eyes turned to me, and then all eyes turned to him. Bono looks up from what he's doing, which is flirting with a young girl, locks eyes with me, and then looks at his assistant, this girl. And she nods and walks over straight to me. And she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, nothing. She goes, let me see your camera. I'm like, no. She goes, you need to delete that photo. I said, absolutely not. She goes, you need to leave. I'm like, it's a fucking bar and it's not yours. I'm not leaving. And she goes, well, you need to delete that photo. And I said, no. She goes, hand me your phone. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Then just as we're having this discussion, they called last call at the bar. And she goes, you need to leave right now. And I said, well everybody's leaving because it's last call and they're kicking everyone out. So then I turn around and in this whole commotion, I'm arguing with this lady and Bono's like kind of, you know, shuffling around. I turn around to leave the bar because everybody's leaving anyway. And I bump into Bono. (laughs) In this, this entire commotion, he's walking past me and he's right behind me. So I bump into him. I'm like, good job, bitch. Your job here, you're, you're his handler, I assume, right? Your entire job is to protect your boss. From uh, from photos, apparently. Sorry, I caught him flirting with some girl at a bar, dipshit, in public. What are you doing? And in her a- attempt to try to get me to delete that photo, she put his her boss in uh, alleged harm's way way more than if she had just left me the fuck alone. Because I literally bumped into Bono, if I was any kind of threat. So anyway, I get home, and I text my friend. And I'm like, hey man, saw Bono at a bar tonight. Took a picture of him <laughs> with my flash on. Two two pictures actually, and I still have these pictures somewhere on my on my phone. Uh, and I told him he was wearing he was a huge douchebag and he was wearing his shades inside the inside at night. And he goes, "Oh yeah, uh, Bono has like an eye condition or something." And I'm like, "What?" So I, I looked it up, and sure enough, I found an interview where Bono was telling someone who's like, "Uh, 
Wait, you do the Irish voice, right, Mikey? Can you do no, an Irish voice? You can't do an Irish voice? I mean, right, I can, me but it doesn't tell me what he said. What did he say? Uh, I, got, I got this one. I'll, let me do a Bono voice, guys. You I got, got it, Jesse? He said, he said, I have an eye condition where bright lights give me headaches and I can't really look at bright lights. I got an eye condition where bright lights give me headaches. Lighty-dighty-highty-dighty. That's the perfect Bono. Oh, man. That's, that's spot on. That sounds just like Bono. Oh my! Yeah, you put that yeah, in music. Yeah, That's a U two yeah, song. Yeah. Well, I met him. I met him in person once. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's actually. Uh, I don't want to interrupt your story. Okay, I'll just wrap it up real quick, and I want to hear your your story too. So I, I, he told me he has got this eye condition, and I looked at him. And it sounds like total bogus, total bullshit. Oh, bright lights bother you. Get the fuck out of here. What do you mean bright lights bother you? My, the, a phone's flash is not that much brighter than a uh, light bulb, any old light bulb. <laughs> So I told my friend, I'm like, oh, yeah, it turns out, uh, I guess your story checks out, whatever. And then I felt bad that I didn't take more photos of Bono with the flash on. I wish I had. That guy's a douchebag. What a piece of shit. Flirting. All right, Jesse, you ran into Bono, too, though, right? I did. I did. And I didn't want to interrupt your story because mine's not quite as good as yours. But here's what happened. <laughs> I, I was out at a bar one night. Yeah. And um, this is in New York City. And Bono comes in. And when he walks in, smoke starts to fill the uh, the doorway as he comes in. You know, there's light coming in behind him. There's smoke filling in everything. Um, and his assistant runs in ahead of him. He's putting on his shades because it's a very brightly lit bar. It's not your typical bar. This is like a discotheque. You know, there's lots of lights <laughs> shining everywhere. And he's going, oh, my poor Irish eyes. <laughs> And the assistant runs in ahead of him and, and goes up to the bartender and says, I need to speak to your manager. I need to speak to your manager. And they bring out the manager and the, the assistant's like, I'm sitting there at the bar. I'm overhearing all of this. You know, I can't help it. I'm just eavesdropping on this. And the manager comes out and they're like, what can I do you for? And the assistant, she's like, this idiot. You know, yeah, I mean, Maddox, you met her. Um, this idiot. Yeah. She she's like, I need you to turn all the lights off. Bono can't stand any lights. He forgot most of his sunglasses. He carries several pairs with him. Uh, I need you to turn all the lights off. The manager turns the lights off, and I'm I'm sitting there trying to enjoy my my virgin daiquiri, and that's what I drink. Don't laugh at that. And you know, I'm a grown man. I can choose what I drink anyway. So I'm there enjoying my virgin daiquiri. I don't enjoy it in the dark. And so I go right up to Bono to give him a piece of my mind. And I go, Bono, you don't own the place just because you're a part of one of the uh, world's biggest bands. You too, a very popular band. That doesn't give you the right to do this. And you know what Bono says to me? I, I, I will never forget this. And this is why I agree with you that he's. You know, I don't know that he's the biggest douchebag, but you know, I'd still go with Bill Nye here. But. This is what he says to me. I'll never forget this. He looks me dead in the eyes and he goes, I hate black people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. From then on, I have not listened to Joshua Tree. Yeah, it's hard to listen to once he says something like that. He, yeah. uh, what a, vi- a virulent racist. Mm-hmm. I guess him and Gandhi, huh? They have yeah. that in common. Big, big. Now, yeah. we're talking about Jeff Bono, right? <laughs> oh, no. We're t- <laughs> <laughs> No, not Jeff Bono. <laughs> Jeff Bono's not related to the what's Bono's real first name? It's like Robert or something, right? Marty. Marty. Is it really? I don't fucking know. Is what? I think it's Dave. Dave, yeah, Dave Bono. Yeah. Dave and Bono's not even his his real last name. It's like Clarkson or something. It's, it's so, like really plain. So you met some guy named Jeff Bono who also sings for an extremely <laughs> popular band called U2. Is and it, is it like Y-O-U-T-O-O or something? Uh, you misheard me. I said he sings on YouTube. YouTube. That's right. Oh, <laughs> one of the most popular bands out there. 
<laughs> the most pop- popular band websites, like a big popular website right. for bands, like radio band. Yeah, he actually does parodies. He he actually does uh, like kind of like R-rated parodies oh, on a YouTube. Racist, yeah, a racist, racist parody guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh. real piece of shit. This guy Sounds though, like he's, a total piece of shit. He's he's, he's in competition with yeah. you, Rucka, and I'm a I'm in I, look I'm a Nucka. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in Nucca. Yeah. I'm not on on board with uh, Jeff Bono. Yeah, but as as a horrible racist <laughs> piece of shit as he is, he's still uh, he's still done less to hurt the Africans and then and third world people than Bono and Gandhi. That checks out. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we should talk about. I want to mention before we move on to the news headlines. Our new bonus episode is out. Yeah. I want to thank Jesse P.S. from Pot Awful. Mikey Bolts and Rucka, you guys did such a kick-ass job on this episode. We talked about the world-famous Booga Booga. Yeah. It's the movie I starred in. I think I was the, the headliner, right? Yeah. This bonus episode is so good just because you get to hear about a movie that Maddox was in that I watched in full. We all watched it ahead of the podcast. <laughs> And it's it's one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Ridiculously good is what he meant to say. Yeah. Uh, you know what though? I've seen some fan comments. A lot of fans have seen this movie, and they're saying that uh, they were expecting it to be bad, and they were tuning in to be, you know, to just like kind of have a chuckle or whatever. And then so many people are saying, "Ah, oh, it's actually not that bad. It's much better than I expected." And Maddox is a good actor. Really good. Better than Stacey Keach. That's what fans are saying. They say this. This is true. This is Who true. said about- this? Was this uh, weird Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> yeah, maybe it was weird Matthew McConaughey. He's a bro. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. He's a good guy, but he's not the uh, brightest bulb in the garden or whatever the phrase is. Oh, he is, my friend. Did you he- did you not hear that story about how he had diarrhea and he shit in a plastic bag in his yard? <laughs> the woman he had waiting in his kitchen... Maybe his mom, I don't know, completely oblivious to what was, <laughs> to what was going on. Oh, Man. Weird Matthew. <laughs> Real solid dude. I actually, I met Weird Matthew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and you won't believe, I met this Weird Matthew McConaughey guy. And uh-huh. one, here's what you don't realize. You think it's just a nickname. The guy looks like Matthew McConaughey. Which is yeah. is the first startling part of all of this. He looks yeah. exactly like Matthew McConaughey to the point where you go, "Is this Matthew McConaughey?" And it turned right. out, no. It turned out I actually I just met Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it was uh, it was just Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, but a virulent racist. This guy. Oh, uh, wait a second. Was this was this Jeff McConaughey that <laughs> you met? Hang on a second. <laughs> anyway, guys, check out the bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> anyway, guys, it's time for some the quick... other side. <laughs> the other side. No, we're... that's it. I think that's it for the douchebags. Yeah. The, the, the big bag off. I want yep. you guys to vote at madcastmedia.com. Don't forget to vote on these. We all have our. This is this. There are high stakes here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out who the biggest bag is. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Uh, just my personal pick. I think is Bono. But moving on. I've got some quick news headlines. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but a UK man was dressed as a gorilla and he crawled through the London Marathon. What an asshole. Hmm. Piece of shit. Everyone just wants some fucking thing. Uh, I'm that guy who crawled through like a gorilla. His name is Tom Harrison, also known as Mr. Gorilla. And he makes his way crawling along part of the London Marathon. This is from US News. 
He crawled along uh, the course in aid of the charity Gorilla Organization on Thursday, April 27th. The London Marathon started five days ago, says uh, says Tom Harrison is nearly done and he crawls wearing his gorilla suit. So he's been crawling for like five days like a fucking asshole. A grown-ass man, He's his, his mask is off in this photo and he's like panting and he's wearing a stupid gorilla suit. And there's some kids looking at him like he's the biggest fucking asshole they've ever seen in their lives. People taking it seriously. Yeah. This guy is normally referred to as Mr. Gorilla. Mr. Gorilla. This is like something that he's known as for more than just this one time in his life. Oh, it's got to be. It's his thing. Crawling around like a gorilla. And he doesn't even crawl like a gorilla. You know, if if a dad was going to give a kid a ride around the house and he got on all fours, like, hop on. And he kind of like lurches over like a like a uh, a goofy looking giraffe. That's what this here's guy a, looks like. Here's a peek into Maddox's childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said too much. Come um, here, son. It's time for Mister Gorilla to take you around. <laughs> I'm going to get on all fours now. <laughs> Jesse, have you never dated a girl who's given you a, a ride around the house? Like a piggyback ride? I look. Have I ever dated a girl? No, no, God, no. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, da- I dated this girl who, who was uh, basically like a female silverback gorilla. Yeah. And uh, she. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, look, I've gotten rides around the house. All right, buddy. Don't worry about it. Uh, South Dakota man claims he found a mouse in a Coca-Cola can. You guys hear about this? Now, every time one of these stories come out, there's like, oh, I found a cockroach. I found a bat wing. I found whatever. It's almost always fake. It's always mm-hmm. planted. Yeah. Every once in a blue moon, there'll be something. But these machines are so well calibrated and so fast that, like, first of all, it's hard for light, the employees to survive in these factories, let alone fucking rodents and animals. These places are, like, as clean and airtight as microchip factories. It's really unlikely, especially for soda. What are they going to subsist on? People are dying just drinking this stuff regularly. I'll, I'll tell you what but, soda they never uh, they never end up in the can of. Delicious crisp Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Every time you play that Dr. Pepper theme song, I'll have it stuck in my head for hours, hours afterwards. I apologize, and I don't mean to do that to people. It's just, uh, well... Yeah, that's the one. It's my jam. Hell yeah. We are sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Uh, I was paid $75,000 to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Seems a little low. For a spot on Madcast? Are you kidding me? So this is from South Dakota. The South Dakota man who claims to have found a mouse in a can of soda is suing Coca-Cola, saying that he missed 60 hours of work and accumulated $1,000 in medical bills after becoming ill. Thousand dollars doesn't seem like that much. Well, that's not a, really a lot. Like I wouldn't even bother contacting the uh, the Coca-Cola the, or not Coca-Cola. My health insurance. I'd be like, all right, yeah. well, that seems all right. A thousand dollars worth of medical bills seems like what a uh, couple of modium. Well, uh, I mean, it was the mouse mouse in the can? Well, it says here in court documents, attorneys for Coca-Cola disputed that there was proof that the mouse ended up in the can during bottling, saying that it would have been a more advanced stage of decomposition. The Daily Republic in Mitchell, South Dakota reported six weeks had passed between bottling and when Putzer, his name is Putzier, Putzier opened the can on June 7th. Brian Johnson, an attorney for the Atlanta-based company, said during the motions hearing that Tuesday, on Tuesday that he anticipates testimony from veterinary pathologists who will analyze the mouse's decomposition. 
The defense also hopes to get testimony from the quality assurance manager and line supervisor, blah, blah, blah. He's seeking... <laughs> Here's what he's seeking in damages. For finding a mouse in his Coke can, $2,026. So mm, yeah. just double Amazing. his medical bill. This is why I believe him. Yeah. Because he's he's suing or going after this giant fucking gajillionaire corporation. And all he's asking for, it's like he's taking him to Smalls Claims Court. He just wants like, he wants to break even on the medical bills and then another grand for pain and suffering. Yeah. And that's it. And let's move on. So that's why I trust him. Yeah. Coca-Cola said that this is a, an attack on its brand. And it says that they take these cases extremely seriously and tries them do all. We, do we need mice? Are they like bees? Do we need them on the planet? We do not. All right. I, I hate to be that guy, the fucking heartless fucking Hitler of the ecosystem that just wants to exterminate entire species of people. But, like, I mean, can we just get, like, what What good do mice do? They freak me out. They're creepy as fuck. <laughs> they're, they're, they're sly. No, if you get rid of mice, then owls have nothing to eat. And if you get rid of owls, then we ha- lose our wisdom. That's all they eat is mice? Owls eat mice and Tootsie Pops. Checks out. What, no one gets a Tootsie Pop reference? A one, a two, a three. Yo, thank you, Jesse. Jesse gets it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. So we, we so owls are allowed to take endorsements, but not football players. Yeah, because it's a cartoon, and you know it's fake. Anyway, anyway. but did you know that there there is a mouse themed Holocaust graphic novel called Mouse M A U Z I think or S M A U S, and it's a Pulitzer Prize winning one. Like Oof. Dead Mouse? No. Uh, yeah, I guess like Dead, but without Dead, so just Mouse. Well, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, dead! I get it. And what? it's spelled M A U five. It's actually it is about oh, dead. Right. It's about dead mouse being in the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. It's a great graphic novel. If only. Am I right? Ugh. It's a rucker wrap up. Damn, son, that was fresh. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Both of those. First of all, that is Jesse's actual voice, the uh, Rucker Wrap-Up one. Oh, shit. Yeah, I isolated it from the episode that he actually said it in and then slowed it down and changed the pitch up a little I bit. wanted you to actually take the clip of him going, and play it while I do the wrap-up. Yeah, that was great, too. Uh, here's one last headline. It's a dead 43-foot whale. Washes up on a beach in New Jersey. Whales are garbage animals. <laughs> Fuck whales. <laughs> this Fuck guy. whales. Wait a yeah. second. This is starting to sound a little. I don't look, Maddox. I'm not for when people do these sneaky advertisements for things. What? What are you talking about, Jesse? <laughs> uh, I believe there's a certain product with the name "fuck whales" that's coming out soon, and I'm I just I don't like that whole thing that you know, like when you're watching a TV show and suddenly someone's drinking a Pepsi or something, uh-huh. and the, the yeah. can it's always faced out. I'm not into that. And so if you're going to be sneakily plugging your book on this show, I want. No part of this. I was just reading this headline here about a badly decomposed whale that floated offshore for at least three days and washed up on a New Jersey shore. And it just so happens to also be how I feel about whales, which is fuck them. And it is also the title of my new book. Guys, this is so relevant today because fuck whales. They're shitty, gross, barnacle-covered, gray abominations. And they are gray. Let's not fool ourselves with fairy tales of how blue and majestic they are. They're not blue, and they're not majestic. You know what? I I, uh, I have a theory about whales. I just what? came up with just literally this second. What's that? I feel like they're uh, they're dinosaurs. Think about it. 
They're big. Yes. Right? Go on. Have you seen any other animal that big? Yes. Like what? Giraffes, hippos. What? No, giraffes are like a a few people stacked on top of each other. A whale is like the size of a fucking building. Whales. I've been I've been in Please the tell museum. me there's lots of whales puns in your upcoming book. Uh, actually there are no whale puns. Good. All right. There um, is one horse pun though. Fine. Anyway, <laughs> so whales are like absurdly big. Yeah. There's nothing com- that comes close to being. They're, they're like it's like silly how big whales are. Squids. Squids are pretty squids big. Are, no, are, are, squids are again, they're like uh, the size of a fucking small condo. So you think that a fucking whales, whale is like the size of a fucking street? Whales are dinosaurs because they're big. They're big, mm. and think about it: comet mm-hmm. hits the Earth, yeah, washes over all the dinosaurs, yeah, they die. They yeah. the the only ones that uh, survive are the ones that can swim. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 breed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a lot. Yeah, uh, they're they're floating around. They're holding on to shit. Before you know it, some of them are born that can breathe underwater. Huh. Or uh, the fucking fish came up and uh, fornicated with the T-Rex, and next thing you know, you got a giant swimming dinosaur. Wow, thank or you. you. got, Or you had a, a, the whale. All whales were already there, you know? I feel like I just got a tour through <laughs> Dumbassic Park. <laughs> rock a rock of the science guy. <laughs> By the way, why didn't... Uh, <laughs> Why didn't pterodactyls uh, survive the pterodactyls? <laughs> they can fly, right? Like, how can, like, why didn't they? Uh... Yeah, pterodactyls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cook, 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 cook. Can I have my own science corner? <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you experiment on this? <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for this episode. Jesse, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, Cringe vs. Cringe, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, TV. It's a show here on Madcast Media. You can also check out my Sunday show. It's called Podawful. Podawful.com. It's super fun to watch, and I'll, I'll tell you guys, I just tune in sometimes, and I just hang out in the chat room. I'm one of the... Wait, wait, Jesse, do you have a name for just the regulars, your Podawful, like, like Nuckas or anything like that? Um, it's very similar to Nuckas, but I can't say it on this show. No, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. It, Thank you for sparing us that. Yeah. No, it's uh, I call them the cult. Oh, the cult. That's right. The pot awful cult. Then I join the cult sometimes and I just hang out in the chat room. It's a lot of fun, actually. You, you really get into it. Uh, and I've been experimenting with doing a live show as well. And we're putting some of these on uh, on video as well. I think this will be a really fun one. For people to watch. So check that out if you haven't already. I'm putting them on my YouTube channel. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll create a separate YouTube channel for these. Or if I'll just continue posting them on my Maddox account. Because it's kind of different content than uh, what I normally do. But also it's kind of a pain in the ass to start a new channel. But anyway, we'll see what happens. I want to thank you again. Jesse P.S. from Potawful all the way from New York. Thank you for joining us. Thank Rock you. Rock Rock Ali, my first hand on staff. Yeah. And Mikey Bolts. Thank you, sir. Audio engineer, swagmaster in chief. But most of all... <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, my God. I'm glad you guys are talking about that whole United Nations thing, that UN thing, uh, because I've been dying to tell the story forever. So um, my friend uh, had this grandma, and she passed away a while back, but she had this friend who uh, was married and got divorced because her husband was cheating on her. Turns out she walked into the bedroom and there he was 
getting his dick sucked by none other than the entire General Assembly of the United Nations. <laughs> I don't know why she'd make that up, but um, yeah, I just been I just thought it was so weird. Anyways, great podcast, you guys. Except for Maddox, you really suck at debating on this issue. Hey, almost almost kept it together. Good call up until that very last part. And here's uh, here's one last one from Weird Matthew. Maddox, I was going to give you so much shit for the way you pronounced words the entire episode, but then I heard my voicemail where I said lambasted instead of lambasted, and everyone giggled, uh, and then I felt bad about myself. <laughs> yeah, um, I think lambasted is the word. It's not lambasted, right? I think it's, it's lambasted. It's not. We got a leather Laos one. We got a Laos. Yeah, Rucka La- a couple episodes ago said Laos, and uh, he said Lao and said Laos. I said Lao. Lao. And I said. I thought we said Laos, we said Laos. but is it lamba- lambast or lambasted? Jesse, do you know? Jesse's Jesse? the tiebreaker. Is it lambast or lambasted? Look, I met Merriam-Webster, and <laughs> <laughs> I actually happened to have asked this particularly in person to him, and he told me that it is pronounced lambasted. Ooh. Oh, lambasted, really? Because I have here my little dictionary program. Listen to this. Lambasted. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Get out of here! I thought for sure it was lambass. Whatever. I'm gonna uninstall this program. <laughs> hey there! Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>